0: We handle doubt when we get a different perspective. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Henninga. And if you've preached a sermon recently and you think it could use some improvement, you may be interested in our Sermon Doctor service. With this resource, you'll get valuable hands-on training from a member of the Center for Preaching faculty. And all you have to do is send us a CD or a DVD of a sermon that you'd like to have evaluated. And then one of our homiletics experts will listen to your sermon and give you a thorough evaluation of the strong points and also those areas that could use some improvement, complete with plenty of helpful tips for making those changes. Check out the Sermon Doctor service on our Center for Preaching website. Now today, we listen in as doctors Haddon Robinson and Scott Gibson discuss feelings of doubt and how pastors can handle that. Have you ever doubted? Yes,
1: I've doubted. What do you doubt? (laughs) To be honest with you, sometimes I doubt whether it's worth it at all.
2: Hmm. Why? What happens when that comes into that dark
1: mood of your soul? In, In my darkest moments, I wonder if I've thrown my whole allegiance behind something that
2: might not be true. Right. It's almost hard to say it. It is. But the Bible does. does. I mean, you read the Psalms and Mm -hmm. David and Asaph. There are times in which they wonder where God is. And uh, when the holy war, they were sure God was in it. They got defeated. Well, I like to be at the same level of (laughs) David and Asaph. (laughs) (laughs) But I bring it up because, uh, as I have traveled and talked to people, especially as they have gone along in life, one of the things that happens is that people doubt. They have questions, and then when they, uh, you know, they're godly people. They have questions. They don't say anything. It's particularly difficult for people who are uh, in, you know, formal ministry—pastors or worship leaders and so forth. Because if they're wise, they know that if they talk about their doubts too easily, doubt is like a virus. It spreads through the congregation. People can be hurt. So it's hard to doubt alone, (laughs) Uh, but it's dangerous to doubt and share your doubts with others unless you know that they are people who are people of faith. And why do you think that people are drawn to doubt? Because I think often it seems like the facts of faith do not measure up to the facts of life, that the facts of life seem so strong. You have a child, and the child is hit with a car and dies. You you wonder how that could happen. And your faith says God is all-powerful and God loves me. It would seem if he was all-powerful, all-loving, that my child would not have had this accident. So the facts of your faith and the facts of life do not measure up to one another. And I think that happens constantly throughout life. And it happens for preachers. It happens for preachers. The thing you preached last Sunday seemed so real when you were preaching it, but the following Tuesday something happens and and now, you know, you feel like a hypocrite because you were so sure of it on Sunday and you know, you're not sure of it now. I think it's important to say that the opposite of faith is not doubt the opposite of faith is disobedience I do not think you can have a strong faith without doubt in fact it's as you come through periods of doubt that you often come to a stronger faith but it's inherent in the nature of faith the danger is that when you're going through doubt in that dark side of your soul you decide that you'll do something that you wouldn't have done other times something disobedient to God I think that if you let your doubts lead you to disobedience that's very dangerous so the opposite of faith isn't uh, doubt it's inherent in faith but the opposite of faith is disobedience and when you take that step it's a very dangerous step so the the person who falls into that
1: uh, foggy quagmire of doubt and trying to avoid disobedience, what's he or she to do?
2: I think it helps if you have a friend that you trust and know has a maturity to talk with that person. Sometimes laying it out before somebody else who doesn't have the same doubts that you do, or if they do, uh, people who are on the side of faith, That can be a great help. Sometimes just getting off by yourself and facing the fact that you're doubting can help. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a friend who when he doubts, sings. Mm -hmm. He says there are hymns, he goes back to a firm faith and he sings, but he will do everything he can not to sin because of his doubt. And yet what
1: we're saying there is that that obedience is getting the perspective from God.
2: Now, faith and obedience go together. Faith and doubt go together, but in a different way. (laughs) So for preachers, then, uh,
0: we handle doubt
1: when we get a different perspective.
0: And that was Drs. Haddon Robinson and Scott Gibson of the Center for Preaching Faculty. Well, thanks for listening to this Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Every week, we try to offer brief reflections on preaching that point you toward preaching excellence. I'm Brian Hedinga. We'll see you next time on Preaching Points.